Yeah, I just wanted to make this notice shit right fast uh, because I had been playing around with this in my head for a while and I had um, been carrying my um, recorder around with me, you know, just with my thoughts about the EP and shit. But anyway, you know, with recent <laughs> shit coming up in the news, the news flash, the news pings on your phone and everything else. And, you know, so it's always something constant, you know, and there's always some piece of bullshit that really affects you, but not affects you really. Yeah. So like, you know, they say inflation's going up, but is that is the lowest in forever. That's bullshit. The lowest in 10 years. That's bullshit. I mean, Corona wasn't 10 fucking years ago. This shit that cost this much money now. Wasn't nowhere near the price of fuck. I used to go, used to go get a six dozen eggs uh, uh, three years ago uh, for fifty cent. Yeah, but now you know the shit rose up to three dollars something cent for eggs, and I use eggs because that's the only meat product I buy in But anyway, that's the bullshit. And you know, penny pennies about this fucking dude who uh, choked this guy on the train on the subway. Everybody know that now. And, you know, it took them six weeks, actually, to indict them on something. Now, and, you know, that may not be unusual, but, you know, it, he's out here making a statement, you know, giving this fucking defense already, which is fucking outrageous that he's allowed to do this. Anyway, he must be taking drums from no, uh, nose from Trump. Uh, so that's the penny word of justice while I say they... Okay, you did arrest him, you did indict him, cool. They're gonna say the nigga ain't never satisfied. Okay. True, I'm not. Not when you fucking just blank, leave shit blank right in someone's face. And what I mean by that is there were two other guys restraining this man at different times. Especially when he looked like he was about to break out of that embrace of the killer. But no charges, no note of nothing they done has ever come forward. Where's the charges against these other two motherfuckers who restrained this man and didn't allow him to get out of this fucking choco? They're responsible as him. But anyway, you got that and uh, the Jubilee. I just want to make a note about the Jubilee in the White House, you know, with all this shit going on. Uh, Biden, you know, last week it was the gate crowd this week it's the uh black might have had a few gays mixed in, in there with that and it was sort of like a shang thing going on on the white house lawn with all this bullshit going on you know and i mean we falling for the same fucking trick you know it gave us juneteenth <coughs> excuse me what the fuck okay what about those months between where other you know southern states was actually freeing their slaves after fucking slavery. Now, that's unprecedented. I mean, that's records of this shit. Anyway, but, you know, here it is, you know, instead of him putting effort towards what's really going on in the plight, black plight, as far as inner city, the school, and everything, they're going to spend millions of motherfucking dollars on a shingling on a fucking lawn of the White House. And that reminds me so much of Master calling his slaves in when he got company to come on and sit down. Uh, uh, we're going to have some dinners and drink and then be entertained. They didn't even bring them niggas inside. And they're going to be, we're going to, they're going to be entertained. So, 
reason I that's the reason I titled this one Wow and it took me four minutes to get in this song. <laughs> Penny word of justice. Dollar word of bullshit. And the Jubilees keep going on. So I'm gonna pick up from here later. I'm gonna cook me some rice, wash the rest of my dishes, take the dog out for a walk, and then come back. Think about this number. <clears throat> Eighty billion dollars. Eighty billion dollars—a lot of fucking money, huh? You know, we gave Ukraine a lot, but we gave them nowhere near that much fucking money. But anyway, eighty billion billion dollars a year is uh, allocated for uh, the EPA, uh, Environmental Protection Agency. Now this thing that Budiche oversees. Now I'm not gonna get into the mission of what the EPA is about or what they should be doing. You know, I mean it's pretty obvious. They're supposed to be setting regulation and enforcing those regulations uh, as far as it comes to uh, the environment, especially and in particularly when it comes to the environment and its impact on humans as opposed to the other way around but you know but and then make sure that that environment is safe for those humans and where a few can't come and let's say and dump a whole bunch of tires like they did down well that wasn't a few that was a bunch of fucking people drop a whole bunch of tires down um, with that old gentilly road and made a fucking dense forest of tires it's not like that. It's like these big corporations, you know, using the water, spilling water, using the ground, spilling in the ground, uh, just totally polluting the air, water. And I mean, this is in neighborhoods, taking waste from different sites and burying it, and years later coming up. But EPA is supposed to make sure they find out who done things like that, who's doing things like that, and, uh, you know, stop them. Uh, find them, whatever, but they're supposed to actually fucking stop them. Now, that's the EPA mission. Okay, now let's look at the other part of the EPA. $80 billion, no, that does not go to environmental protection. Didn't go to fucking Jackson or none of them places to actually help them uh, uh, get their water safe. And that's what, you know, the EPA been doing. Uh, here, and you could tell in these recent incidents, uh, up that train up in uh, Palestine, Ohio, this wreck that just happened in PA. You know, the guy lost his life. I mean, that's that's bad. But you know, and, and then there was a design by the highway, which I think who's over that transportation. But he. Uh, show up at these sites you know and say we're gonna get them back and running he says nothing about holding the companies accountable for those decisions i mean for those uh disasters like the railroad company and yeah the railroad company say yeah we're gonna take care of these people and we're gonna make sure they get suited and they're trying to fight the price they're paying for their house and whatever you know and that's only because they don't normally go around buying houses Unless that house been totally fucking destroyed by fire or something. And uh, doing a train derailment. They don't. They just doing this because 
them some white folks up there. And they made this shit loud. Look in Georgia, Louisiana, all over the fucking place. Look at the hog farms that's fucking polluted people uh, yards and stuff. The EPA does nothing about it. They, they, they go there, inspect it, say, hey, look, you're in violation. You need to fix it. Then then next thing you know, they go back and they hadn't fixed it or something else out and they just let them keep on running. Now, out of that $80 billion that the EPA get, nearly half of that goes to subdivision in it that look at distributed grants now, there's some motherfuckers getting rich off of fucking EPA money, government money. Just get grants for different studies or fucking uh, plans to be implemented, you know. Um, and I'm really not sure, but mostly it has a lot to do with grants and allocating money to different places for cleanups and different things, which they should be reimbursed back from any company they're cleaning up after. Now this is where the EPA come in and help the insurance companies. You cannot operate a business in this country without having fucking deep, deep insurance. That insurance so fucking deep when you're out of business that shit, shit still kick in. You understand for any, like if you make a product, a toast and that motherfucker burning people, burning down houses 10 years later, you've got fucking insurance for that. No matter if you only made them fucking uh, things five years, they could say limited warranty on it all they want. But you go to court and fight it with a damn good lawyer, you're going to win. And then that's going to set a precedent. Most people going to come after that piece of equipment. But holy, they hope you don't come after them. But anyway, in the recent cases, how the government jumped in these things, even with uh, when it comes to natural disasters and the government jumping to that, People get insurance for a reason to be covered, to be made whole. Uh, I think you should treat insurance just like you want to treat these college tuitions. If you don't have insurance, when something happens, by God, that's your ass. Start all over. Most of these people don't have the proper insurance, don't have flood insurance. And who are you going to blame that on, the insurance company or them? They should be knowledgeable enough to look after their own things. But then the insurance company known for ripping off people. So anyway. When these business, like the railroad, and you know that's, you know, the railroad might be cleaning up a lot of that, but the government went down there first when cleaning that shit up, putting it together because they had to inspect it. With that waste that's being uh, uh, hauled out of there, government doing that shit. Now, what I'm saying, the railroad company, I commend them, okay, this instance for going stand up straight up fast and stuff. But what about the other ones? And what about you covering the cost of all that shit? You insured. You fucking right to insure it. The same for that gas truck that blew up and fucked up that interstate. You know, uh, he ran down there fast. And what's that? Put it there with transportation, huh? Yeah, you fucking right. Both of them had to do with transportation. Nothing about the EPA. Well, EPA was down there saying, testing the fucking grounds and stuff, and said nothing. A Buddhist ain't giving out money, and I gotta look up what how much transportation get a motherfucking year. But he going out there, nobody saying anything about recouping the money from these places, which gonna total billions of fucking dollars, enough to 
pay for those grants and shit that they're giving away. But that money don't come out of that part, it comes out the upper part. Oh, you know, administration costs about 5%. They administer all this bullshit they're doing and not protecting the environment, not cleaning, making sure. I mean, if, if a city's not putting out proper water, shut that motherfucker down, make the city compel with their insurance to provide water to these people clean and if they make them deliver enough fucking uh, bottle water if they estimate how much water people are supposed to use per given week they'd be broke so but see they're getting out of fixing the problem EPA not going enforcing the problem or uh, enforcing that these people get clean water and most of these kids drinking fucking uh, lead and every damn thing else and they're getting sick that asthma and shit from the pollution on the highways passing by and nobody saying nothing. That's the bullshit. I mean, you know, they're gonna say, yeah, you're an angry man. you fucking right, but this ain't nothing new. I mean, this is something I've been noticing. Yeah, I'm angry now because of, uh, because this shit just getting old. It's just getting fucking too old. Um, We've been at this shit now, trying to get equality in every fucking facet, and not. And you're gonna say, "Well, what that is that got to do with fire? Got to do with equality?" Okay. Now we know uh, that damn damn near downtown Philadelphia, huh? And we know not quite downtown, so they ain't got no black business there. But on that fucking uh, uh, interstate, we know they're typically known to divide fucking neighborhoods, black neighborhoods. So you got blacks on both sides of that motherfucker. Maybe one side or the other side, but mostly both sides. If they didn't take one side and make it a better side and say, ooh, property taxes over here, gonna be higher. Well, they probably be lower, but the home prices over here gonna be higher, so to keep your ass up. So even if you got uh, uh, blacks on both sides, Hispanics on both sides or whatever, they're, uh, they're business. And they depend on businesses coming through there off the interstate occasion. They're going to be affected by that shit. They won't have their delivery. They won't have nothing because of that. Will they be able to sue the fucking uh, uh, company? Yes, they will. And a lot of them going to sue it. But you know what? A lot of these suits going to get thrown out. Say, well, this is the business. Because they won't be able to produce a whole lot of fucking records that's going to be required. That your uh, uh, accountant should have, but because you don't have a big business, you don't have an accountant. So, you you know, when you start pulling shit out there, uh, uh cigar box, <laughs> they're gonna give you trouble. But anyway, the EPA uh, totally fucking up, uh, not doing anything. I mean, you just look at the environment. And I know the earth itself go through changes uh, from time to time. I'm talking about eons and eons. And, 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 you know, the weather itself is a part of that earth change. Now, you know, yeah, the earth getting warmer. Well, certain areas getting warmer during the summertime. And then the wintertime, they get, it's colder. And Yuma was fucking beautiful winter, but it still got 30-something degrees. You know, if you're sleeping out in the desert, you wake up and you can't wait till that sun come up. At least the sun gonna hit you a little bit, but that's the different thing. But with the earth ever changing, we can't actually blame a lot of this on uh, 
just the earth and its movement and that's just a natural thing. No, we gotta blame this on where it's at. When you start pushing uh, shit down in water, in, in the ground to bring up oil or um, what's that lithium now up in uh, out of the uh, Southern Sea, when you start digging fucking holes mile deeps for copper, as in Douglas down there, I mean, up here is there and it's like, what the fuck? And you can see they've been at that shit look like a hundred years, but I don't think it's been a hundred years. They got caves, we don't even know nothing about them. Not caves, but uh, mines and all kind of shit. They, we just don't know about it. In the desert, you run across a whole lot of mines. There was a copper mine out there, uh, uh, with this, Tumco. I think that's the name of it, Tumco, right off uh, 29. But, the thing is, you know, when they take the extract these materials out of the earth on property in the United States, who benefit? I mean, and I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I knew the thing is, you may possess the top of this land, and I mean, this is for everybody, but what's underneath that land belongs to the fucking people. I don't care who you are, but see, that's how they've been getting away, from, getting out of us. You know, that oil, and that oil underneath the land, and I mean, that's a big pocket of oil. Run across other, their neighbor's property and everything else. Do they, uh, uh, do they share that with their neighbor? No. See, I put up all the money, but then if you deduct your, his portion from that portion, then you'll be able to split it in half, right? Fuck him. But anyway, that's why shit underground should not belong to anybody but the government. Government should find the best, safest way to extract it if it's needed. I think we got enough fucking copper in the world to just stop fucking digging now. And let's recycle. <laughs> you know? We got enough uh, uh, aluminum, enough tin, plastic. Oh God, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do to plastic. I would say send it to space, but I'm sure they'll be sending that shit right back to us in a meteor form. But the EPA um, for the United States, you know, they got some beautiful national parks until, until people go roam through it. I think nobody should be able to fucking bring a vehicle into one of these so-called national park, pristine park. A lot of them bring big fucking haulers in there and just ripping up the ground. Acting like that's their fucking living room only. Trashing it, riding out, even dumping their waste in there. How many animals that making sick? And they talking about disease transfer from animal to human? What about from humans to animals? And I don't think nobody be able to, should be, should go into a fucking park. Yeah, have some toilets lined up every half mile. Okay, quarter mile if you need to. But, you know, the thing is, uh, we trash it and we call it beautiful. It's beautiful when we get there. Fuck, I look when I leave. But I think the EPA is uh, just another form to practice their racism in this country because we know they got many, many uh, cancer corridors. And then, you know, when it comes to that, really, does the government really care sometimes? No, government let them get away with shit. 
We're always changing laws, always changing regulation. This much, this many parts per million. <laughs> oh, not 90, 85, a little less than 85 more stable, and they'll be able to tolerate that. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna get into no numbers because I really, once I get into numbers, take me days and days and days to go over the shit, go through it. But the just of the matter is, EPA get eighty billion dollars a year. Or they, uh, almost nearly half of that goes towards grants and stuff. Another ten percent, that's the administration. Maybe even more for administration. I say twenty percent, because you know the bureaucracy, the government, they're fucking huge in every fucking department. So. You got doctors, everybody else who charging the arm and the leg to study the fucking night out, the stress on the night out, uh-uh, during a hurricane. Hmm? Hmm? And, and we talking about the night out in fucking Ohio. <laughs> or, or Oregon. We ain't talking about no fucking out aisles along the coast. And because they somebody told them, I believe, you know, we may be able to podcast that. That's the EPA. That's what the EPA get money for. Not the effects of oil here. They don't. They didn't give no money out right now that we know of. But I'm sure some billions gonna come down for these fucking thousands of fish that die. What is the EPA really for? If they can't make your environment, especially in, in the inner cities, safe, they ain't worth the fuck for you. And historically, we know that to be true. Some of the worst areas, Cancer Corps, I mean, uh, near around black places. Pumps, sewage, but in the fucking nuclear race up in St. Louis, but they showed me these white folks affect bodies. I think they showed one white black lady. Uh, dying of cancer and shit because of some Manhattan Project nuclear waste that had dumped there. Fucking, who's gonna clean it up? But we know who that was. It was the government. Government was not responsible for nothing. That's why the government had these people tell the government, fuck you when they talk about enforcing this, regulating this. They do what they want, God, because the government gets to walk away. There's an old saying, you can't sue the government. You go bet your ass you can. Uh, they want to do a study. They need to do a real fucking study. Why the bees going? Oh, they don't know why the bees going. It's unknown. Bees need food and different things. See what's missing out of the bees' diet or habit or whatever. And what is it? Flowers. Wildflowers. So what man do? Man go across this country, across the world, and just wipe out fucking ancient forests, grasslands, and everything else. Now the EPA put warnings out about this smoke up in uh uh coming down in Canada. Some of the worst United States ever experienced. But they never tell you about the fucking pollution. I know we used to, I used to go to Phoenix. I mean, when I lived in Phoenix, used to go outside of Phoenix, you know, go fishing and stuff in the mountains, and then come out in Phoenix in this valley. And you would see this fucking pollution just sitting on top. It's the same with LA. 
It had never been so clean when man stopped using his car. And why are we still burning fuel? We've got many, many, many ways. One surefire way is for each car to have batteries that they can charge itself as they drive. You don't think they can do that? But if they do something like that, you won't have to buy fuel or plug up into nothing or go let somebody charge you for nothing. Why won't they know nothing like that? Same reason they won't make fucking tires with uh uh that won't go flat. You won't spend no fucking money on them no more. Even big old truck tires that they call already traders, you know, that you can get traded. No, you're not. You're getting a cap put on those fucking tires. Threaded cap put on those tires. <coughs> you know, so why wouldn't they push that kind of study? You know, I mean, not to know why folks who are going to be bought off by the energy company and say, look, don't uh, push this out. We're going to give you this so many million. You know, energy companies now, you know, that typically use fossil fuel or over this side that was using the uh, electricity from the Hoover Dam. When they start getting slack and tight and population no more, and they go smart, they start using uh, solar panels. But they don't, they outlaw you putting solar panels on your own home in a lot of places. Says they fox up the environment. Not induce it to a peaceful environment. Hey. You can fucking choke to death, but you can't make your own fucking power. And then when you are allowed to make your power, you don't, not able to sell your power to the energy company at the same price. So that's a couple of pennies less than what they fucking charge you for power. And they're going to sell it to somebody else for that increased price that they typically sell. <laughs> Crazy, huh? They're going crazy about this flooding over in uh, fucking uh, uh, Ukraine. Every time it rains, it floods here. Or not here, Yuma, but in the United States. Does that shit not? When it floods, take gasoline out those cars. Does it not fuck up the oil and have oil all over the place? And all that shit spill off into the grass and everything where your children play ball. What you touch. Nobody go through the fucking cities and clean that shit up. Nobody. No fucking body. EPA. They don't say nothing about, oh, you know, we really got to get these people out of these low-lying areas because they're really fucking up the ground. That shit don't stay there. They're like, you know, when the fucking uh, Katrina came through and uh, hit the t uh, refinery. It used to be Tinnifer, I don't know what it was now, but hit the refinery. And when it hit the refinery, <laughs> they, uh, now, Araby, it was right in Araby, same thing up there. And I mean, quarter mile you in New Orleans. But when it's flooding, fucking old, little night will flood everybody, no. And <laughs> they put up a, the company put up a lawsuit that we didn't get none in New Orleans. The oil didn't go in New Orleans. It went all over St. Bernard Parish, but none fucking went that quarter mile up the fucking road. Or 
as the water would travel. You know, and that's the kind of bullshit. So, you know, they had this there and they never got that shit cleaned up. Just let it seep and they pay you off. They ain't gonna clean that shit off, they just gonna fucking pay you off. A couple of years later, come down the road, somebody gonna sue them for, because they got cancer. EPA ain't doing nothing about that. Should get people out from these low lying areas. Yeah. That's where the big money is. And if you don't, let them buy fucking insurance to clean that bitch up. Because it's not just there. That little square plot they bought is there. Whether it's store, home, or whatever. And if they won't leave that dirty, why leave the fucking outside the fence dirty? But that's what the EPA normally do. You know, they'll take care of shit inside the... Uh, Suburbs and different things, the little lakes and shit going to it, the parks. Uh, make sure the birds fucking nice, the pollution ain't there, but never give a fuck about the city parks where the kids playing at in the inner city. You know, where more people fucking uh, get sick at than anything. Because they're not taking care of for one thing. Don't have adequate bathroom. And then they say they're overrun by gangs. Yeah, they ain't overrun by gangs. Just a bunch of dudes sitting around playing basketball who happen to have guns because of this bullshit y'all just put in their fucking head. Somebody always out to get them. This is fucking rap mentality, I think they call it. But then, you know, that's just the way they get a, to go against each other. Now, you know, that wasn't the only music out when they was pushing this motherfucking war between East and West, right? Uh-uh, rapper, uh-uh, men. But that's the music they were pushing out on. They paying these days to pay this thug stuff. And then when one tried to define what the thug really is, yeah, nobody want to hear that. Your hoodlums, though. So you carry a gun, you're out there playing ball and stuff, you know. Kids be out there playing ball. I've seen guns, I mean, shit. Down the street, they used to have guns. Down the driveway, rather. But the thing is, we uh, stop tagging things, putting them, games. They got drugs and they got this and that. You know, usually a crackhead ain't gonna stay in the spot unless nobody fuck with him. Man. The police not coming through there, hanging in the parks. Make sure these children safe. Instead of fucking shooting them, yeah, they'll be all right. They wouldn't be in that park. They'd be somewhere else selling that shit. And you know where that's at. Because when people report them, we never hear anything. Anyway, I'm getting off on the EPA because you know, the parks are not uh, uh, inducive to uh, uh They're not just clean. They don't keep them grass cut where they can play. They don't, uh, uh, they'll spray some fucking shit down there for uh, the weeds to round up. We ain't no roundup fucking killing people. EPA, that's just still on the market. All these poisons still on the market. Some form of DDT. You know, uh, a lot of them don't know that DDT was some rock shit. It's still here. EPA don't regulate anything. They just take care of the insurance company to take that burden off it. But then again, that's what the American government do. The banks they bail out money they put up for all that shit, you know? Giving all that money away for these home uh, uh, business owners. 
who was losing business during Katrina? Wait a minute. A lot of people lost a lot of motherfucking things during Katrina. If you lost your business because of it, so be it. This man, they just gave away fucking money. Bring him in Trump. I think mostly died. Just gave fucking money away. And that's what Biden been doing ever since he's been in there, giving the money away. But ain't no money go to where it needs to go. Because we still got schools inside the inner city falling apart. That's an environmental disaster right there. Some of them. asbestos. There's a few other known chemicals causing the gender chemicals floating around in these schools and nobody do nothing about it. I looked up our uh, transportation budget and it's 87 billion a year. And they've got a list of how it's all broke down in the different departments and stuff and it's not just not confusing but it's so fucking some of these like obvious that they shouldn't be worried about um, like aviation passengers shouldn't the fucking uh, airlines worry about that and you should make sure but you know transportation you know a bus like Washington Metro they give money allocate money for that shit but I don't allocate money for no other transportation system. Uh, and if they do, they, 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 I'm sure they give other states money. They do. Uh, but they, uh, I don't know if that's coming right out of their budget or out of uh, the United States taxpayer budget. Or surplus for the minute that stays there. Or one of them unpaid bills that didn't go default. Uh, but I know that, you know, they give highways, give different states money to fix up highways. And I've been around this country. They got a couple of states that just ain't using that shit for the right purpose. Uh, they never make it to the cities. Not the inner cities, make it to the suburbs. Uh, but then the suburbs usually take care of themselves with their taxes and stuff. Because they can pay for that. Because all the money coming from out the city going right in them pockets. Um, my God. Yeah. So, between transportation and EPA, I know our EPA falls under the executive branch. Uh, transportation, I'm sure, do, does too, because uh, he's always up there rubbing with uh, Biden. But, you know, if you don't have no experience, if you're not trying to really implement no kind of transportation or change, you should get the fuck out of the way. Instead of trying, instead of always trying to get people to like you, by doing these things that's expected of you, like not taking care of and in investing in proper transportation, inner city property, transportation buses, for one. Uh, changing buses. Amtrak is so fucking old now. I won't even ride on it no more unless I got to. But still won't get on the fucking plane. Gotta, gotta apply for a credit card, not so I can start renting cars. Cause uh, <laughs> oh no, this boy is tired of those trains. Cause the trains no not the same as they used to be. Cause it depends on what route you're on, whether you're gonna get a good train or 
one of these little fucking raggedy fucking trains. Uh, so, you know, you look at the highway, you know, um, a lot of highways are just fucked up. A lot of them still are being built and running through inner cities. Uh, I mean, in it's just crazy and then the EPA never worry about that pollution that's falling off both sides of that interstate see it just seems like these fucking government work in cahoots you know the executive branch judicial branch and the legislative branch they working in fucking cahoots uh, laws that they make they easily break you know and the ones that get caught they get a nice judge and the man at the top executive and all what the fuck does he say but ah happy pride week happy juneteenth he trying to incite shit in your mind it's still something we got to work on yeah we do so why you bring all them fucking black folks to the white house on the lawn they have a big old fucking picnic and when it came time to invite no little black girls from LSU to sit up on that stage, I mean, to go inside, what did your wife say? And she's sitting over there like, oh, Miss Mammy, oh, Miss Mammy Master somebody. And you sit there with your legs crossed all dignified, just looking out on your field of niggas. I don't even know the second place winner of that damn basketball game, but that woman wanted to bring there. That's unheard of. That's fucking unheard of. Oh, we're going to have only them black. Let's invite the other team, too, why don't we? Dr. Chill. So, you know, you can, you can see all these little bits and pieces of racism come out. And if that's not racist, yeah, just like this fucking dude. Now, oh. Not this dude, this woman. <laughs> now, here it is, this uh, Starbucks thing, back on the news. And it's back on the news only because this white woman who's over that division, I mean, the number of stores, got fired. And she filed suit, said, y'all fired me because I was white. And you know what? <laughs> they fucking did. They did. But instead of them handling that right, they handle it fucked up from the beginning. Oh, you know, them big old boys in, in Starbucks room, boardroom don't give a fuck about nobody. All they care about is the dollar. How do we repair that shit? Because that make us look bad. You know, and that, and theoretically, that was their fucking policy. Though they say it wasn't, that was their fucking policy. Because before that happened, they had a number of other instances at Starbucks, if you remember. But when that shit happened, they fired a white woman. Now, store manager, it's a black dude. He hired that cracker who did that shit. They didn't fire him because it would have looked bad. Black dude getting fired, discriminated against black. So they go up above him and go to the regional, divisional manager, fire that woman. Say, yeah, she like leadership. But what they should have done was find that motherfucker at that cash register who probably still got a job that they're still fucking harassing people. 
who cares if somebody buy a fucking cup of coffee? I know a lot of times I go in a place and I say, look, where's your restroom? Oh, right around the corner. Okay, I'll be right back. But don't ask me to buy a number before I go take a piss. Because I might have to take a piss while I'm standing there. And you ain't going to like that. And then I'm going to be in jail. Indecent exposure. And, you know, urinating in public. But that shit been going on. Now, if they wanted the child fire manager, they should have fired the black manager. The store manager. That's his motherfucking store. Or what they should have done and made it public, we find this girl here. She had no right. But they didn't fire her. Why? Because that was their policies and that would have came out. So, anyway, this white woman. Why am I getting 25 million? Stop about fighting. At the same time, they're showing you this police officer who shot this little 14-year-old boy. He's a black police officer. And I say, what the fuck that matter? We know when they police, they're not usually black or white. Not now. They're blue. And make your ass bleed red. Whether you black, brown, well, not so much as the white. I know a black police shot a uh, white guy tried to run over me in the car. That motherfucker in Louisiana, that motherfucker got thrown in jail. The black police, he got charged. Shot him up. Uh, just, just the way his law is different for us. So this, he, he shot this little 14-year-old kid, not his face all up there. So again, they say it's not black and white. It's black and black. That's what's going on in the inner city, you know? And we know that's not because it is this motherfucker who choked this dude, took him that long to even indict him, say, yeah, well, I guess we got some fucking charges. And that's only because of the protests. Again, they got two other fucking people walking around there free who aided in that fucking assault or murder. And they get to walk free. So they give you a third of fucking justice. Not me, but just nearly guy. And at the same time, this woman who child took that gun to school, shot that teacher. She going to jail. Oh, no. I know they don't send them, normally send them to jail. You got these other people who've been fighting this because they... Uh-uh, they son shot a whole bunch of people, walked in a fucking black neighborhood or somewhere and shot a whole bunch of people. Or was that the school? One of them places, one of them schools, and they uh, tried to arrest the people and say, fuck you, got a lawyer, da-da-da. With this black woman, she going to jail. Two years, I believe. For lying on an application for a gun. She knew she smoked marijuana. But see, that's another way to use that law against you. That's another reason they won't legalize marijuana in a lot of them southern fucking places. Of course, when I bought a gun down there, they said, do you smoke marijuana? I fuck no. And if they would have asked me, uh, if something would have happened, well, you lied on the application? No, I wasn't smoking marijuana at the time. Hell, why not? They lie all the time to cover their ass. Don't they? Of course they do. We wouldn't be in this motherfucking fix today if we they didn't. Over and over and over lies that put us in jail for bullshit reasons. When the same thing may happen on the other side 
and they get a pity slap. They leave their fucking, when they don't want no kids, what they do? Leave them in a motherfucking car and let them bake. Fucking cruel shit. So what do you think they care about me? A lot of them do that. I mean, you can deny it all you want. Who in the fuck forgets a child? Really? And if you think you're that forgetful, put that motherfucker in the front seat. That's usually where they sit them. I see too many children no chairs in the front seat and their mama in the back. But then they say you got to move your child to the back. Well, goddamn, get a bell. Get a rope to attach it. When you sitting in that chair up front, attach that fucking rope so you can't go nowhere unless you oh, got the child back there. But they don't just forget. They showed that one time in Georgia when the man had to uh, uh, left his kid in the car. Him and his wife been looked this shit up on a computer and everything else and went to his car a couple of times. Never even checked it. Kid must have been fucking baked. And you know he had to see him out the side of his eye. Because he did go back there. Back to his car, came back and said, oh, I just went to get something. Motherfucker, how can you be so cruel? But then again, he's just an older version of these motherfuckers who walk inside department stores, schools, churches. Well, ain't nobody got a fucking gun like them. And they just go to blowing the people away. And they don't want to do nothing about guns. But here it is. I saw uh, on Fox News today. Well, I just happened to look at Fox or something up at Strip it. I don't know. And uh, it was going on that commercial shit all morning. Didn't even get my morning rush. So, uh... You know, get tired of ABC, you know, you look at ABC, I'm sleeping with ABC, so I'm knowing every damn thing going on, and then uh, I get up, we come back from walking, when I try to turn on some music, it's usually news, it's usually uh, Morning Rush, Ron Hoon, and, or Rob Hoon, I think his name, and his, and his crew, and I think they're pretty funny as they give you the uh, news, and also I like the fact that they got the ticker tape at the bottom, that you can read some of the news as they're talking. Because uh, a lot of it just don't interest me, but I can read those little things at the bottom. But uh, they um, wasn't on this morning, so I looked at Fox, and uh, Eric Garland, the DA, was on there. Then he's speaking for all DAs all over the country, talking about gun violence. He want to stop the gun violence and all sort of violence associated with the uh, fentanyl crisis, you know, another made-up fucking story because they come up with this fucking thousand pound bus of fentanyl enough to kill a million people okay we still got 350 more left and if there are a million motherfuckers dumb enough to take that and know this hey sorry that many die every day from something or another in this United States not their fault chemicals company but they worry about fentanyl. They worry about you polluting your body voluntarily as opposed to someone else forcibly polluting your body. But anyway, going on and on about that, you know, we got to stop the violence. Uh, we got to stop the gun violence in the city. It's just going horrendous. But let, let me tell you now, studies show that in the last two years, 
most violent crimes went down in most major cities. And they got San Francisco up there, poster boy for violent, violence going on that will shut down the city's economy, thriving economy. Anyway, they're going to take a little bit, a big slice off of it, but take about a quarter off the top with these pigs. It's vacated. But you know what? Other people are going to come along and fill those businesses up if the city let them and do it right with them. Now, they got a problem with the homeless. They got a problem with fucking drug addiction and everything else. Get you some mental health experts. Get you some fucking places where they can stay. Even if they want to stay outside, give them somewhere to stay outside. Get, I mean, it, it makes sense as opposed, and then you could watch them. Better watch them. Better control any disease that might flare up in the so-called homeless population that you don't. But see, they got the wrong idea about being homeless. Everybody not homeless because of... Somebody fought because they're crazy or because they uh, 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 can't afford the rent. I mean, and that's a big reason nowadays, too. Uh, but most, a lot of people homeless who live in a vehicle just feel more, better in the vehicle. Look, I'm in my vehicle. I'm fucking nice. I could go out in the desert and look at my fucking living room. Look at my back. Look at my ceiling. <laughs> you know, and that's no matter where I'm at. And I feel good. I could cook out there and everything else. How am I homeless? My home's not the same. But I think when you wander around a big city like that, I think that is kind of a forced homelessness that you stay in. And then a lot of people don't know other things. But then you don't see that kind of homelessness nowhere else. In the suburbs, and you may see one or two persons in the suburbs homeless. And they all looking for them because that... Uh, uh, Sitting each child over there, and you know, he just going through, he deal with them drugs, you know. But we try to take care of their kids dealing with drugs too, but they could afford their kids. Now, this kid, I don't know why he's just fucking mental in a drug addict, but in his home, there was one in, um, oh god, where was this? I don't want to say the wrong place, must have been El Paso, oh, Las Cruces, and they had, uh, this dude stayed right off the interstate. Homeless guy stayed right off the interstate. Had a tent and stuff stuck underneath there. Pretty much out of sight. I mean, police knew he was there and everything, but they didn't bother him because he was there by himself. Wasn't making no mess or noise or nothing. But this dude used to get out there and clean up the area. And they actually put it on the news. And people started rolling through there, donating stuff to him and everything else. And they tried to get him out. <laughs> Motherfucker stayed right there. Didn't even want to be nothing but on. So, when it comes to this drugs, hey look, I smoke pot. First, recreationally. Second, medical. You know, I enjoy a good high, but the benefits of that good high is also medical. Make me forget my pain and stress sometimes, a lot of times. So, I do. Uh, these other drugs, look, I was on crack three fucking years, and I just don't understand how I was on it that long, but then I didn't know the power of addiction. So, that's a mental thing, you know, and I mean, really, when you're trying to get off a drug, that's a fucking mental crisis you keep having, along with a physical withdrawal to the dependency on it that your mind telling you you need. So, once you're off it, you know, um, then you go back on, you can be pretty much crazy. And then it is tempting, especially in addiction, you know. I mean, fuck it, fuck. Look, 
I fought that shit for even went, went back to dabbling it for a month or so until I saw that that shit was growing to a monster. And I just had to, whoa, dude, whoa, do you really want to go back there? So my mental state wasn't, had, had, had conquered this so-called addiction, deep addiction. And I just, I would have said I would have been mildly addicted. But even when I, I mean, just to recognize that I was, knew what was coming and I stayed off. And I guess, yeah, I was, would say I was mildly addicted to it for a couple of years because, I mean, just the thought, taste, and everything else would almost send me in the trigger. And I mean, it took me a minute. It scared me, actually. It took me a minute to get out of that fucking feeling. And, you know, but you do. So, the mental support I had for that, none. <laughs> None. I just think uh, I found a lot of other distractions. I just found another way of living because that's a style of living, you know, being in the drugs. That is truly a style of living. You give up every fucking thing else to live with them drugs. No job, no wife, no house, no nothing. You know, and you lost the love of everybody else because you're pretty much stealing from everybody else. But then there are those functioning. Uh, you don't get sighted them. But those, that's not the ones you see on the street. That's the ones who be in the office and fucking up in the office and the hospitals and every damn thing else. <laughs> but addiction is a motherfucker. So what San Francisco in uh, a lot of these places need to do is actually get these people into something. You know, you're spending all of this fucking money. And you know, and they, you're talking about them. They come back and talk about them. Now, Republicans talking about these immigrants. They're giving hotel rooms to. They just fucking them up. The food they're giving them, they just throwing around because they just not used to it. And I, I heard one of them motherfuckers say something. And it was on a, in Beck show, or whatever. Something about, well, you know them type people. You know, they don't know nothing about a home. They never owned a home. They, they. They just don't know nothing about taking care of nothing. So they don't know nothing about owning shit and taking, possessing nothing and being grateful for nothing. And I'm like, whoa. And that's his philosophy on everybody. You know, he didn't just make this general about the immigrants. He was saying this about every fucking body. Anybody you give something to, if you give it to them, you probably don't deserve it. Because they're not used to it. They don't know how to take care of it. And ain't that a motherfucker? Is that why they kept the houses from us? Is that why they kick your ass to a certain neighborhood? But what goes on inside doors is a whole lot different than what that shell portrayed. And what's outside your gate is not inducive to you, but your government, your local government. If your local government let fucking crime rampant in the city, let homelessness run rampant in the city, hell, that's your, that's your local government problem. But anyway, Garland was talking about the violent crimes, and then he was talking about gun violence. Gotta be careful with that phrase now. All that gun violence means is they're trying to take your gun from your ass again. And you know they don't want no guns inside the inner city. Oh yeah, they're gonna keep the aim uh, where the Native American children of first to adopt, be adopted by Indians. And that, you know, is a law that since the 70s and just now they're going to court and enforcing it. 
Uh, but they don't adopt Indians no more. They don't take them away and send them to schools. They kick their ass on the reservation with their parents. Come on now. They've done all of that. That was just a mute shit. Why do you even fucking bring that up now? It was a great win for the Native Americans. I ain't seen no Native Americans talking about it now. Yeah, and there may be instances, some states where they can go through there, take the children from them, and, you know, because a lot of them don't have uh, uh, what they call the sovereign state, but the Supreme Court just gave them their sovereign state, so they be, should be able to dictate their own laws. A lot of them do, a lot of them don't. Uh, on their little piece of land, just like in Wounded Knee, when they tried to take over the town because they had this sub standard of living over on that side, shacks and shit, and here it is, the town living big and not taking care of them. They put that shit down, though. But, uh, you know, crime, gun crimes, you'd never be able to... Look, and it already made it where black men fucking hate what they look at in the mirror. I mean, me, if I was standing in the mirror, kept on seeing a white boy behind me, that shit would just fucking freak me out. Do I hate him? No, but I'm fucking highly suspicious of motherfuckers. No, some I hate. Come on. Um, uh, but a black man, you look in that mirror, he gets so much fucking neg negative imagery of himself from day one. You went from the being the hardest working motherfucker on the planet when you work for them white folk for free. Now we known as the laziest motherfucker. Even though we take care of ourselves, put up with all the bullshit, work long fucking hours, overtime, all the overtime we can, and still don't get nearly as much money as fucking Billy does. Because Billy could buy a house. Billy only got to work eight hours, and I don't, you don't understand that shit, huh? But, crime in the city. Mm, sort of like this EPA shit and transportation, you ain't got no way of fucking... If you got a car, you got to bounce around fucking potholes. <laughs> I'm from New Orleans. I know about a motherfucking pothole too. And even some of the best streets, like here in Newman, they think they ain't got no potholes. Hell, that concrete makes shit wop. I hear it all the time in that left time, like, fuck. So, you know, you living in this neighborhood, you ain't got good fucking police protection. As a matter of fact, that police been militarized. And they're watching you. It's an occupying force coming down and watch you in shifts. Because what? There's high crime in the city. In the, in the, in the city, in your neighborhood. But we all know 5% of those do the crime in any given area, any given time. Well, no matter what that 5% equals. So, but it's only in the inner city where it's militarized. The police come down like an occupied force. Come down like the Nazis and get to search everybody, anybody. Nah, you know they don't. But thing is, it's uh, gonna be the point that you don't have no guns you ain't gonna have no guns. Now they oughta outlaw them fucking cars inside the city. I see some places you gotta in the, only in the downtown area, and that's only because 
for congestion and um, deliveries. You had to be, you know, more people won't come downtown if they got to pay to park. They, I mean, not park, but pay to actually enter a certain area. And the delivery drivers, yeah, you know, they're going to enter. They're probably getting a discount rate because that's what they're trying to do, make this shit go smoother for the people who work there. More efficient, more time working. Now, if you, you got to worry about your employees going, going across the street to have lunch, you might want to put the lunchroom upstairs, but they're still going to go out and have to run their errands. And if they go out there and run their errands and get caught into traffic, God damn it. Wasted hours, lost man hour. So really, it ain't nothing about you. It's not really even about the congestion. Not even about the air quality. It's just about getting a more efficient workplace in the downtown area where they can steal that money and get the fuck because that barrier don't come up until about eight o'clock. No business open at eight o'clock. But if you work down there, you got to be to work before 8 o'clock. So you come down there, park, boom. If you're late, catch the train, or don't come to work that day. Because you're still going to have to pay. But if you come in there early enough, you don't have to pay. If you're leaving, they probably won't say nothing with you leaving, which is backwards. So who is this really benefit? Who's the benefit of it? The air? No. Because, you know, this is nothing but a maybe five by five block area. You take that pollution from those corridors not coming over here? It does. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's the bullshit Garland was speaking and uh, talking about crime. He's gonna put down on crime. Now I'm gonna tell you, Oregon DA, I sent a motherfucking letter to about the crimes committed against a 66-year-old black man, disabled black man, disabled black veteran man. You know what answer I got back? Not a fucking thing. And that's another thing I'm gonna have to, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm gonna do this live stream. I just found I'm gonna do the live, well, not found, I'm just thinking I'm gonna do the live stream. And the stream, I'm going to just stream the uh, whole Oregon. They said, I'm going to come in the beginning and explain it. And I'm going to have to take that or <laughs> tape it, record it. And I've got recordings after recordings after recordings after recording. And I'm going to just leave that as uh, an episode. Oh, not episode, uh, a series. Just a long fucking series and without any breaks in it. And of course, in the beginning, I'm gonna have to read the letters that I sent out because I didn't record anything. Uh, and actually lay out the format of the beginning, how I got actually to uh, Oregon, how I got to Oregon VA, my, my first impression, or their first impression of me, whichever way you wanna look at it. And then meeting the Klansman, I mean, the nurse practitioner who literally fucking turned my life upside down. Not single-handedly, she had help. And I'm gonna just have to explain this up to that point because I have no recording, up until the incident. And I mean, that's, that's a fucking lot too. 
that I know got to be put in here. But again, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna have to do this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that for season two. I think to give you a hundred episodes for the season. I'm almost there. That's why I've been doing ninety minutes episodes. But also, uh, along with that, in season two, I'm gonna go also have it live streaming. Uh, with the videos that I've made of the area Cavallis, even the doctor's offices here, I gotta be careful that some of them I won't be able to use because but audio I can use. Now and you know it's video you you gotta be careful video. If it's some kind of sex video or anything else, no of course not you can't use it. But if it's some kind of video you're taking up people and trying to make money off it, no you can't use it. But if it's something actually what you think is vital to Oh, there's something that happened that don't identify any people and that's what I more or less done I got this a lot of films that I took when I was walking uh, I also got a lot that I done in the desert you know where my camera turned in different angles and shit so I'm gonna use all of that uh, on a live stream and I just gotta lay out the way to feed it again I'm trying to wait until I get this shit done here uh, they give me an appointment July the 10th from the appointment I had on the 2nd. They didn't even call me and tell me about the fucking appointment. I just happened to call VES and they told me, I had, hey, yeah, they, they scheduled for one. I said, don't they have to call me for it? Uh, I uh, also got another appointment, cardio, cardiovascular. They want to check my legs because of uh, my circulation, you know, my veins. So they want to check my heart and everything else, you know. Uh, now, I'm uh, I'm doing a little different now. What I do in the morning now is have a tea. Uh, I wake up in the morning, have tea instead of having uh. Ooh, ooh that battery dead. Hold on, let me plug my generator up. Shit, my generator battery dead. And I was I always have my phone and iPad on that. Because I don't like it inside. I have my phone and iPad on that because I don't like my uh phone just plugged up into some water. I mean some wall. You know, I'm kinda not sure about a lot of uh power surges and stuff, so I just make sure my shit not plugged up in the wall. Just use that uh generator. I always charge it up to 100 and just wait till it's dead again and then charge it up again. But I use, I use that for uh, charge my those different components because I don't want like using electricity when I don't have them. Um, I got my Wi-Fi and my uh, TV plugged up to it all the time, of course. But to the generator, I put my little Mickey on it and that's my uh, DV, digital voice recorder. I charge the uh, radio up on it. I charge a little small fan up on it. I would charge my watch up on it. And I uh, uh, charge the lights on it. I even tried to... Actually, when I was in the desert, I had the, uh, my little Casey camera uh, uh, watching the little security camera. And I got to hook that back up, too. I got so much footage from that. But anyway, that's... You know, all of these things, I... Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure uh, they're actually waiting for me to uh, say the wrong thing 
Oh, they're watching what I say up here in uh, Washington, Oregon, because I know I pointed, I went through my uh, uh, podcast to see exactly where a lot of it was coming from. And more than half, uh, half of them, a little less than half of them coming from up in Washington. I don't know about it nobody in Washington but then maybe that was because I wrote about Alaska you know and it may be that's area but who knows I uh, you know I was thinking about putting the uh, voice of the uh, the phone call I had from the uh, patient advocate on there you know, just to start out, like, nah, it's all got to wait. And I just got to be patient. Uh, again, I'm waiting for this shit to be over with the VA um, so that I could go and get out of town. I, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying in Yuma. Um, Yuma's just too fucking hot for me. Now, I might be here this winter, depends. Uh, but I'm, I'm actually going to be leaving, uh, <laughs> hopefully before the new year. But even if not, well, I got to get my teeth worked on too. So that's another reason I'm going to wait. Because once I get that money from them, I'm going to go over there and get my teeth really worked on. Uh, I've been just going over get bits and pieces done. Now I got to go over there and I get one full. But, you know, that's that's one of the reasons I want to wait. Because I want to be, once I start doing this, I, I'm going to need a little help laying out shit. I don't know any young blacks and I know I went to the library to get some help this was my first test get some help with uh, my uh, linking up both of my computers I had to know they would both link because I wanna uh, uh, do this now they gave me all the papers and the guy was there and then you know like I, I asked him I say hey you mind if I record this hey you gotta be careful recording like whoa dude I asked you if you if I could record it, I guess no, you know, but he jumped out there, you, you got to be careful recording people, dude, I asked you, so it was kind of a little tense then on, uh, and it, I, I could tell he just didn't really want to do this, uh, 27 year old white kid, white man, didn't want to have nothing to do with me, you know, and I mean, I'm not sure why, but you know, who fucking knows, I never question a fucking reason, why they hate me? I know one of the reasons because I'm black. I'm skinny than you. I'm healthier than you for my fucking age. I look more healthier than you. I walk up straight as I can, except for when my back really hurts. So I, I'm, I'm proud. I walk like I'm proud, and I don't walk like I'm beaten. I, and which I did at one time, you know, because it feels so beaten sometimes, going through this fucking shit, this mental harassment, verbal. This lack of respect. You know, like walking across the street. I'd be fucked if I could walk across the street easy. And uh, I ran this lady who lived over there, black girl who lived over there. She uh, said, her and a friend one day, you know, we was talking about that. Her and a friend when they walked, you know, she'd been here for many, about 18 years, if not better. Uh, was walking, trying to walk across the street, and they used to have this little inside joke where they would stand and see how long it would take them to get across the street, you know, uh, anywhere from six to uh, 18 cars passing before somebody let them across the street. 
I mean, when she was by herself, yeah, she got across there a little quicker because someone was stopped. But on a whole, no. When, when she was with him, no. Nobody never stopped. And I mean, that goes on all the time. This morning, I'm, you know, this morning, me and the dog went out at 5 o'clock in the fucking morning. Why? Because it was cool and it was just now coming daylight. So me and the dog stepped our ass out there at 5 o'clock in the morning. Sun didn't hit us till we was on our way back. I mean, it, I mean, but it was bright. You know how that sunrise go. You can see it before you see the sun. And you can see the brightness before you see the sun. It's over the horizon. And uh, so we didn't have any trouble walking across there. But yesterday, you know, when I you know, went my usual time at 6.30 and traffic starting to pick up, go to that cross, that motherfucker just look at me and keep on going. Even got the nerve sometimes to say, nod the head and shit. I'm like, whatever. I walked out of Dollar Tree yesterday. I mean, this motherfucker. Did I tell you about this big, pretty blue truck? No, I must have said it on the recording. Because it just happened yesterday. And, uh... Big, pretty, chill. Blue, fucking brand new, and I could tell it. Anyway, he, uh, I'm walking out the store and was about to step out in there. This motherfucker didn't even slow down. And I stopped and he kept going. Wife on one side, both of them look ahead like they didn't see me. He said, hey, cool, thank you. Thank you very much, asshole. But see, I got to be careful with that. I know what it is, but I think it's just fucking crazy that they do shit like that. That's fucking assault with a motherfucking weapon. It's not just being nasty, impolite. That's fucking assault. Because if I'd have went out there and you not stopped, whose fault is it? And I'm in a crosswalk of the store. Whose fault is it? But see, I don't think this crosswalk shit literal. Because that's not for me. So, I usually wait. Then somebody will stop. Black kids stop on me. But that's the same shit. You know, like, they won't let you stop, but they let you hold the door open for them. Oh, what I mean? Going to the dollar store. <coughs> Fucking woman, you know. They were supposed to be at that door before me, but she legs back. Big, fat, Hispanic woman. You know, in other words, a white tamale. And, uh... With a little kid, I guess you're gonna show the kid how this shit done. Girl had to be 13 years old, so. So he was there before me, should have been pulling that door open. Uh, but they stopped right at the little flower thing, dried flowers. She picked them. One of the little girl standing behind her, like, why are you throwing your hand? You know, I'm looking at that. So I get to the door. She put that damn thing in there, fall in right behind me. Shit, you think I held that door open for that motherfucker? Fuck no. I say, I don't play that shit. And they think I'm being nasty. But see, this motherfucker color, and it's going at the loves, a lot of the places where they would try this kind of shit. You, you know, meet you, and then you pulling the door open, letting them out. Fuck you, man. I don't do that shit. Yeah, I'm not a nice man. You should have been fucking nice to me when I was trying to be nice. 
Now it's too late. I'm fucking mad. And I'm going to call it all out. And I do. And it don't fucking bother me no more. Because that's the fucking way it is. I'm not letting this bullshit happen. Not to me. <laughs> no more. Or nobody I'm with. You understand? If I, if I see it and it is, I'm going to question you. And usually if you ain't got nothing to say about whether it is or not, you know, it usually is. But then I really don't have that trouble, you know. Uh, except for small instance when they try that. Usually motherfucker just go up that door and not even hold it. And that's good with me. You, know, you got to hold a motherfucker for me. Let it go. Happened many times. But, you know, we've, uh, we've got problems here in this country and, uh, in this world. Um, uh, first to deal, first it has to deal with respect. Uh, we got a hierarchy of color in this country. Whites on top, back all the way down at the bottom. And everything in between is a measurement. Even yellow blacks so uh and what make a yellow black a clarence thomas does that make a yellow black yeah he's got one of those yellow blacks yellow black black but you know what i mean and the thing is they've got us fighting competing each other destroy you know they destroyed us and they're helping us destroy each other so pretty soon with all the high yellows I see on TV and the movies and every damn thing, I can't hardly tell if they're black or white. But for in, anyway, they won't be a, they won't be any black blacks around much longer. Let me look at my skin color, see where I fit in that thing. I'm gonna have to stay my ass out the sun for a while, keep a hat on. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh boy, but it's uh I think it's an amazing world we live in and uh while they always like to say treat humanity, send humanity abroad, they don't want to even practice this shit at home. Until every fucking child has the same equal education. Ain't there never gonna be no shit going on right here. Because they split the children up from the beginning. They showing the children there is a difference. While we teach our children just at home with the books we have and everything else, but our history or a history about ourselves. They keep that away. Don't want to even put them in the school. Don't even want them to fucking know about it. Why? It might hurt their little feelings. When your child, you read this shit, you say, what the fuck? Really? And you got to tell the child, yes, son. It's been like this. And your grandparents did this, this, this. Your great-grandparents did this, 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 and they survived. Ain't, ain't no better. Because your child know what's on the other side of town. Know what's on the other side of the motherfucking world. Know what's in D.C. Know what's in these city capital. A better than what they got. In the environment they were given. Or allowed to thrive in. So... Clarence Thomas's? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, because it's, it's, it's suspected too now, because when they say someone rose 
from that oh this special person but what we should be asking ourselves why is there a that place or that type of situation I mean we talking about 2020 motherfucking three I was born in 1956 now to me adding that up tomorrow I mean I've been around this motherfucker 68 years You know, you got to count that fucking year from day one. No, so 66 years, 67 years. And uh, I just completed my 67 year going into my 68 year. That's the way that shit worked. And uh, it's not like CS, born in the leap year, get a birthday every fucking four years. Sorry for you. But, you know, I've been around all this fucking time. Hardly shit change. Shit does change for some, but they got the inside. You know, when money come down to our community, it was not giving out to a few dope select few who serve well, done well. And usually they distribute shit through the church. Who used to Catholic Church? We know historically Catholic Church has been against us forever. They not even want allow them to teach you the true Bible, and they gonna say, "Oh well, that wasn't us. That was Master." But no, when it came to us going to Catholic Church, you didn't even have no fucking seats in that church, bro. So, but anyway, again, we celebrating uh, Juneteenth. I don't think we ought to be out there parading, giving no parties, or nothing. What we need to do is get together, clean up these fucking neighborhoods our kids are in. And I'm not talking about just the people who live there. Yeah, you should clean too. But see these people who were in the community, those extraordinary ones who left the community. You live married a white girl or something. Uh, or a white boy, because they see they got potential for our Supreme Court justices. So, you know, that's the kind of person that they accept. But we've got to say, fuck that. We need to stand up instead of giving parties on the lawn of this big motherfucking White House that don't protect all of us. We ought to be going to these communities, helping them get this shit together cleaning that up and hell you won't give a fucking free concert go and give it because these kids will hardly ever get a chance to see you other than those cds or something or on a fucking show that they're promoting through white vision so anyway i'm gonna let this go now because i didn't talk 83 minutes but i hope i care with everything and i slipped in the department of d uh, uh transportation in there 80 88 or 87 billion budget a year and they do have it defined all you got to do is put the u.s uh department of transportation annual budget then you got to look at the uh uh transportation who did who's actually relieving tax all around the country 
you know, uh, uh, not tax insurance all around the country by taking care of this cleanup shit when possible and never penalizing the people for it. Now, see, when you penalize them, they got fucking insurance for that. But you're not doing it. So, that's, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, a penny works of justice. You know, that's, that, that simply is outrageous. Then you got the tagging of the, uh, black police now. You know, that black, the, when they was stomping that nigga ass not too long ago. That's black police. That's what they've been showing you. They show you white police rescuing their children. Huh? After he done brought them in a dangerous situation. Nearly got him fucking drowned. He nearly drowned too. They calling that motherfucker a hero. I think that's a little child neglect in there. Because this woman going to jail for shooting that teacher. Oh, she didn't shoot her child. Daughter. She had their gun for that criminal they let loose. And so she lied and smoked marijuana. I know a motherfucking bunch of people smoke marijuana, lie all day long. And then, least of all, let's not forget the 14-year-old boy who that black police shot in the chest. So, you know, get that tag. But then, last but not least, that uh, woman who was shot through the door. And she want to see why this racist fucking neighbor who been harassing the neighborhood had the police called on a number of fucking times for making racial slurs. I mean, look, y'all <laughs> was going to study a hate crime after this shit didn't happen. This shit been happening all along. But after she killed this woman, now they want to call it a hate crime. And then they didn't even want to arrest her ass in the beginning. Called it justified. That was in Florida. So, you know, I say fuck it. Should have been nice when I was nice. Fuck, I'm mad now. So fuck you. I say what the hell I want in this world, in this time. And I believe everything I say has some fucking relevance on the fact that, you know, we just don't get kind of respect in, this other, in the United States. I've been at it for a while. I witness this. I see this shit all the time. It happened to me. You see it on TV, it happened to us. But then we get, then again, we know. Since Rodney King time, and we just knew that was the fucking moment. We knew that was the fucking moment. This shit, cut. No, they got, they got an eyewitness right. That fucking camera. But it went from Rodney King to George Floyd, and none of that shit's believing. So is seeing believing? No. Maybe hearing is. So I say fuck it. Uh, I'm not saying take my word, check it. Check anything I say. By all means, don't send me no word back. Fuck off with it. Later. Bulldog out. <laughs> now, I know a lot of people gonna say I hate white folk, especially those who married to blacks and blacks. Whites gonna say, <clears throat> blacks gonna say I hate them because they married to blacks. I'm not. I'm not like that. All I'm saying. Bro, if your wife ain't gonna call you no nigga and ain't gonna threaten to call no fucking police on your ass, you all right now. If you want one who say, I'll call the police on your black ass motherfucker, your ass in trouble. So, 
might as well walk away as soon as you can. Anyway, I don't hate white folks. I hate the shit going on. I hate the mental state. I hate the shit that's allowed to happen every day. Uh, again, you got a population, a world population, uh, less than one-fourth. Let's say a fifth of the world population are white. And they get to rule 80% of us. Think about that, nigga. 